everyone, and welcome back to the 24th Come Up Interviews podcast. This is Brett from Come Up Interviews. Hey, it's me, Tyler. We're back. Wow, 24 episodes. We're really getting close to 25, 26, 27. So that's pretty Could good. those be on the horizon? I, I think so. We have some good ideas for the upcoming eps, including I, uh, so. about, I, th- I think we could say, I think we mentioned it before, something about meatheads. So get ready for that. <laughs> well, I know this is a long-awaited and much-anticipated meatheads episode. And it's coming very oh, soon. A lot of people are looking forward to that, so hopefully yes. that'll be a good one. I think it will um, be. And we'll try to get Connoisseur for that. Oh, right? yeah, he's already on board. So, does well, who mind? wouldn't be? <laughs> I'm yeah. talking about meatheads. I think Malibu will be mentioned. He might be the number well, one. Well, uh, come on, no spoilers. Come oh, on. I said might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, but you were talking uh, about something involving podcasting. Speaking yeah, of podcasting, a, that's a funny, so what, uh, what was your observation? Yeah, that's a funny coincidence or like, you know, segue. Because we're talking about podcasting, you know, you, you don't want dead air. You know, you don't want any silence, right? You just want to keep on talking, keep on trucking. I thought, wait a second. All these old 80s and 90s TV shows have episodes called Dead Air, where these like a radio personality gets killed. Do you have examples? Yeah, I do. I have examples. I wrote them down because I thought, wait, I think I have some examples. Obviously, we have uh, Matt Locke. Well, obviously. Yeah, and then we have Forever Night, you know, the vampire Mm. show where he's like a vampire cop. People remember that one. Um, Forget the guy's actor's name. He's like, well, Canadian. And then we have NCIS. Got to have one of those. <laughs> well, there's like 900 episodes, so they're bound to have one. Yeah, just like those horse episodes on like a Law and Order. No, there's always like a jockey episode. Yeah, there's always a horse, always a jockey on all the Law and Order franchises. And, yeah. yeah, and then my last one is the uh, Ghost Whisperer, Jennifer Love Hewitt. So like, so like a Rush Limbaugh type passes away from like a ghost, and it's like, dal, dal, dal. it's like I'm a ghost. Dal, dal, dal. So. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I think I see what you're getting at here. Yeah. And, and but what's interesting is they're all called dead air. They're all called dead air. There's yeah. no other titles. It's called dead air. So. Well, I definitely get why the Ghost Whisperer episode would be called dead air. I think that's a good one for the Ghost Whisperer. As far as the other ones, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen any of them. But, I've seen both uh, of them. Except, well, I never saw the Matlock one or the NCIS one, but I've seen the Ghost Whisperer one and I've seen the Forever Night one because I just laughed like again with these dead air radio <laughs> personality episodes. I just I, I just laughed. It's like here we go again. Like, well, <laughs> we're living that example because we don't want dead air, but also we don't oh. want to talk over each other either, and because we don't know when the other person's going to talk. So <laughs> that, that's it, why it, we were talking about this. <laughs> it's a tricky balance, you know. I think we were pretty good, like, rapport when we were talking to each other, I think. so. Well, I'll let uh, our listeners uh, decide that. Yeah, if they I want to. Um, but, speaking no. of which, we have our classic segments. Well, that's right. Unless there's something more you want to say about Dead Air. No, no, we just don't want Dead Air on the pod, and we can always watch Forever Night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, with that as a great capper, we're going to go into the cliche of the day. Oh, great. And what is the cliche of the day? <laughs> no song? Oh, well, there's, not, well, there's no song. Well, there's not really a song. Yeah. There's a song yeah. for uh, uh, Should Have Been an Action Star. There's no oh. song for cliche of the day yet. I mean, oh, I can I think of there was that Maximum Breakout-esque thing you oh. say where... <laughs> no, that uh, should have been an action star. There's no cliche of the day. 
Of course, of course, we could work on that. But I thought, yeah. I, in the past, have you said, like, when we do cliche of the day, and you'll say, it's a cliche of the day, or am oh, I yeah, just making like, that up? Oh, you're, oh, you're making that up. I say it all the time because I'm always excited about the cliche of the day. All right. So it's like. So here's <laughs> what it is. Okay. Much like a cliche that we've talked about in the past, which was a drug deal gone wrong, or, you know, maybe an arms deal gone wrong, some sort of illegal transaction gone wrong. <laughs> Never go right. They never go right. Similarly, when you see people on a prison transport bus or another <laughs> in any sort of way, a bad guy being transported from point A to point B in a bus, yeah. car and anything, mm. it goes wrong. Oh, it never goes right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of part one of this two part yes. cliche. Yes. I have an example for that one. Finally, oh, there's countless examples. Because if you, if you really think about it. There's no reason to show a prison transport unless something was going to happen. Like, if nothing happened, why would you even show it in a movie or TV show? Well, so when the second you see someone on the bus going to prison, you kind of know something might happen. That's also true. But also, it's, you do see, like, the bus, like, you know, driving on into the prison. And then you get to that next uh, cliche. I'll give my example of the transport bus gone wrong, which is the PM classic executive target with Michael Madsen. Yeah, first I get the money, then I get the press. First I get the money, then I get the press. So. <laughs> Which is one of our favorite Michael Madsen lines. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a great line reading. Well, it's almost up there with his line reading from um, what that one I just watched Supreme, with Christy. Supreme, Supreme Sanction. Supreme Sanction. Yeah. But, well, he has you know because I don't know the line. line reading about you better watch out for your daughter when she goes to – preschool and just you got you just have to see it and, and hear it it's just amazing you wearing anyway. a hawaiian shirt it's a good movie um, but yeah usually when there's a prison transport it goes wrong yes. and it's almost like when you see someone like walking to their car getting in their car and turning the key <laughs> it might be that the car is going to blow up yeah like would, they, would the movie take the time to show someone walking to the car getting in the car and turning the key normally you don't need that no, so no. if you're showing that there's a kind of a good chance there might be a blow up or yeah. some sort of incident yeah because they, they have a close-up of the key turning the car it's like, <laughs> like uh oh <laughs> it's like oh no it blew up and from the close-up of the key turning there's a wide shot from way yeah. back of the car blowing up there you know? we go again <laughs> so or or you know if that's in like a slasher movie then the car might not blow up but then there might be a slasher that might appear either in the back seat or next to the window or maybe a false scare of someone saying hey how's it going <laughs> or yeah, there's a cat out in the car it's always a cat oh yeah there's always a cat if we did a horror movie podcast we would have to put the cat scare in this section <laughs> Where do these cats come from? Because they don't usually have cats. Like, oh, 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 or hey, oh no, it's just mittens the cat. You know. Right, and, and usually they don't just walk in. They sort of like fly up. Like, ah! like that never happens with cats. So it's like oh. they almost fly all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> or so. do they? But I don't think they do. They usually just sleep all day. <laughs> well, that's what Hershey does. Yeah, yeah. I have a cat named Hershey. If people don't know, so he's a tuxedo cat. And that's what you say to Hershey. You're a tuxedo cat. He's like, hi, Hershey. You're a tuxedo cat, buddy. And then he doesn't uh, say anything and he goes to sleep. <laughs> exactly. So after the prison transport yes. bus gets to the prison, if, yes. if it does, you know, it, it is a different scenario, assuming it doesn't like be hijacked or blow up or something. Right. If it makes it to the prison, what's the next thing we see? Well, we see the warden 
they have all the prisoners lining up, and then they got the warden having his big speech, which usually starts with, end of the line. <laughs> it always says, end of the line for you guys. <laughs> yes, the warden shows up and tells him it's the end of the line. Yeah, he usually like, twirls uh, his baton and says, you will sleep. And you will eat everywhere in this prison. End of the no. line. <laughs> you will eat everywhere in this prison? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think something quick. And it's just like, <laughs> you can eat in the floor. You can eat in the bathroom. You can eat wherever you want. Yeah. No, I don't think that's what they say, but um, something close to it. I know what you're trying to say, which yeah, is, like, you know, he usually says, like, I'll be your father. I'll be your yeah. mother. I'll be everything exactly, to you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm your you're brother, a number. You're not a name. Yeah. I'm your cousin, second removed. Yes, you yes. will live here under my rules, because this is the end of the line. Right. So, yeah, there are two prison-related things. So we had the the prison transport gone wrong, or end of the line. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you don't want to go to prison. I hear it's not very good. So it's like... <laughs> oh, you heard that? I, I heard that somewhere. The prison's not good. So, <laughs> not good. Okay. Yeah, not a good place. No, no. Not some place you want to be. Yeah. No, no. You, you want to be at home, <laughs> watching TV. Right. Or, or movies. Or the movies you might be talking about today. Which are? Yeah. How about that for a second? Yeah, I love Actually, that. We're not ready for that yet. Oh, we're not we because ah, it would have been a perfect segue because we have an action star. Yes. <laughs> Someone who should have been an action star. All right. And so, almost was. Oh, that's yeah, so really? true. It's pretty close. Oh, who is it? Well, we have Chris Gaines. Wait, hold on. Should have been an action star. That. <laughs> there, we switched roles there. Yeah, nice. Uh, usually I do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a maximum but, breakout. Um, <laughs> it's a maximum breakout. <laughs> I like that. But, um, yeah, so Chris Gaines. So... For those, I don't, I can't imagine there's anyone out there that doesn't know who this yeah, is, but just in case there aren't. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Explain who Mr. Christopher Gaines is. My understanding of Chris Gaines is that Garth Brooks, for whatever reason, took on an alter ego sometime in the 90s, but it was sort of like a dark Garth Brooks where he couldn't really be the Garth Brooks he had been, and he wanted to, I guess, be a bit more goth. So Goth he, Brooks? Yeah, Goth Brooks, exactly. Well, why didn't he call himself that? Why do Chris Gaines have a Goth Brooks? I would have been so much better. Easy um, switcheroo on his name for albums. Maybe, yeah. You know, it's one of those things that's so obvious, you know, like he just didn't see it, maybe. Um, <laughs> see, that's why people listen to this podcast for good observations yeah. like that. But um, so, you know, if you see a picture of, of Chris Gaines, um, you know, he has dark sort of like dark, shiny, straight hair that's hanging in his face. I believe he's wearing guy liner. Yeah, it's guy um, liner. And he looks kind of like Chris Angel. So. Right, this is before Chris Angel, yeah. I think. And, you know, he was looking very dark and pensive. I think he had a goatee also. Yes, yeah, a goatee or a soul so, patch. Right, so it was kind of a way for Garth Brooks to explore his goth fantasies, but without infringing upon his earlier country career. Is that accurate? That, that's a perfect description. I can't think of any Garth Brooks mo- uh, movies, Garth Brooks songs on top of my head, though. Like, well, Achy Breaky Heart is uh, no. Cyrus. <laughs> Our country audience is not enjoying this right now no. because they, <laughs> I don't think they off. want to. Yeah. Um, well, if we ever talk about Billy Ray Cyrus, which we might 
in depth at a certain point because we might talk about Radical Jack. Yes. Um, he was not Chris Gaines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Gaines could have done something like that. And so also what I believe happened at the time, and I think you can look this up, okay. is around this time, Garth slash Chris wouldn't answer to the name Garth ever. Like he was indignant <laughs> that he was Chris Gaines, like round the clock. This is like completely method. Like he'd go places and they, they people would say like, Hey Garth, how's it going? And he'd be like, this isn't Garth. This is Chris. And like, I'm he was, Chris. he was into it a hundred percent. That's actually pretty good character work. You know, he could be like Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, he's always right. in the character. So, yeah. Call me Chris. So if yeah, I, I think he tried to keep up that for a while. Um, because and there's there was, at least one album that we always see was. at Goodwill. Yeah. So it wasn't yes, popular. It wasn't very, and then I think there was supposed to be a movie. That's the thing. It's supposed to, well, that's why I said he almost yeah, did it. Because he almost did it. my understanding, and you can correct me on this, is it was meant to be like The Crow. <laughs> that's so, amazing. <laughs> the idea was that the Chris Gaines movie was going to be fashion after The Crow, which was very hot at the time. Um so it would have been like a dark Garth Brooks kind of thing. But but as The Crow is sort of basically an action movie, you know, with stunts and fights and all this, that's what Garth slash Chris would have been doing. He would have been I, doing action. I, would, I could just see him in the dark alleys like The Crow. And maybe he catches a knife like The Crow. <laughs> okay. like, that's today. <laughs> or what's that? Even The Simpsons, like uh, about the ice cream. <laughs> Remember he's in that oh, Halloween shop? Yes, yes the, that's amazing. That yeah. I don't want to do that bit injustice, but the part, yeah. but the, I think it was Froyo, right? It was Froyo, yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Can I go now? You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now I think earlier you said there was something surprising you found out about Chris Gaines. I. Well, all I know is. <laughs> I said that. Um, I think it might have been before we started recording. So I have some information about Chris Gaines. Well, I thought you said it was surprising. Well, no, huh? it was something I wanted to say when he becomes the action star. Oh. Which is, you know, before he, you know, patrols the streets and, you know, kills his, you know, his crow goons, he puts on the soul patch because he can't grow one. <laughs> so, it's, so it's in the same way that a lot of people put on their revenge outfit, yeah. he puts on his goatee and, or maybe the Chris Gaines outfit. Yeah, he puts on the goatee or soul patch, and then he puts and then he puts on the guy liner like a superhero might do, right? And then uh, puts on the soul patch, and he goes out for justice. Right, and maybe there could be like as he's doing that, like putting on his Chris Gaines persona, like a pounding Chris Gaines song would be playing yes, on the soundtrack. I could see it. I could totally see it. It'd be like a maybe a pretty decent rock tune. It's a and maybe yeah. it'll be like way too yeah. literal. <laughs> like I'm putting on the mustache or whatever. Yeah, like he's yeah. literally saying everything. Like, but it's rocking. It's like the mustache is coming on. The mustache is coming on. And he's pounding, pounding rock. You know? So it's like drowning pool. Instead of let the bodies hit the floor, it's yeah. let the goatee come on. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. perfect. I'm not even going to yeah. even add to that. That's perfect. <laughs> um, well, why mess with perfection? We can move on to the next topic. I think people are maybe a little bit Chris Gaines out at this point. That's with this unfortunate, but, you know, you'll be back in. <laughs> well, that's so true. It's only a matter of time. Um, we can talk about the, the movies that we're talking about today, right? Now, because this is such a huge topic, we've broken it up into two parts. <laughs> yes. Or at least we will. Um, but it's only natural that we would do that because it's a big subject, which is death. 
Yes. So that movie. I believe you're going to do the first 10. ten. Yeah, I'm going to do the first 10 because we have 21 death titled movies on the website. Come up and review. Right. Yeah, comeuppance reviews. This isn't like, you know, just anything. This is just, yeah. it's from comeuppancereviews.net, our website. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll and, run them down for fun, as we always do, and then we'll have a, have a chat. Okay. <laughs> about which one's we'll good, go which one's bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I just said, and then it'll be over. And we'll, oh, yeah. yeah, then we'll say the plugs. And <laughs> So, um, you know, actually, before I run them down, I was looking at this. Most of them are pretty fun movies, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is contrary to what you might think if it involves death that is true and here I go I'm going to run down 10 movies here we go are you ready yeah I'm ready All right. death before dishonor death chase death drug death fight death flash death kiss death machines death match the death merchant and finally Death of a Soldier. I'm gonna now. Which one you want to start list. with? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Where would you like to start on this one? Where would I like to start? I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is, what I was gonna say is, there's a lot of great titles in there. Like I know I those titles. I'm thinking, great one, great one, great yeah. one. Like there's a lot of great ones in there. It's so funny. I did exactly what I was saying, and it was like, hmm. What's good and what's bad? There's not. There's maybe one bad one. I get to start right there, which would be the Deaf Merchant. I'll just start there because we gave it one and a half uh, bits. You know, Lawrence Tierney. If you remember this, was an oh, AIP. Yes. I, it was an AIP. I mean, I remember it. I remember it was. It would. It's kind of low budget, which isn't yeah. always or ever usually a bad thing. But I'm just describing it. It was a. It's a low budget movie with Lawrence Tierney who barks at orders at people, and yes. they're looking for some sort of. Maltese Falcon esque object. Yeah, and his name is Ivan Yates. Right. <laughs> so, hmm, this is interesting because in the review we mentioned the closing words of the Deaf Merchant. Probably <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, I can read it. All right. So, history has shown us that Deaf Merchants have always attempted to close the ultimate deal. That's in quotes. Let us hope that their evil endeavors continue to fail. Now that's on the screen. Yes, that is the movie's close. Yeah, text. It was the texting ending word. Texting ending words. That's not a sentence. Well, see, we're so used to texting in this day and age. We're talking about texting, but I know what you're saying. It's just when if you make it all the way through the movie, The Death Merchant, that's what you will see on your screen. And what's really interesting about this movie, well, not interesting, but more maybe mildly annoying, is that they show the like the closing scene first and they repeat it again. Do you yes, yes. Absolutely, yes. So like, basically they're spoiling the movie right from the jump. I, I don't like when movies do. I know movies do that sometimes where they start at the ending. Like, let's go to the regular progression of a movie for the most part. So. See, I don't like it either, really, generally. I mean, I'm sure it could be done well, but I yeah. get why they do it, I think, because they want to open with a bang. You know what I mean? Right. If, if you're just leading up to the plot, something exciting might not happen. So what they do is because they want to, you know, hook people in and do something not boring from at the beginning, they show something exciting, which usually happens at the end. Well, that's, um, a, good, I, that's a good idea. And then usually in these like kind of slick movies, like I, I'm starting uh, off too fast. Let me go to the beginning of the story. <laughs> then you well, like, you know, cool. 
someone's dead on the ground. Yeah. Said, this is me. I'm dead. Here's yeah, how we yeah. got here. And it'll say three days earlier and it'll be someone doing what, how they got there. The only problem is there's no suspense if you do that because you know what's going to happen. You know? Yeah, it kind of starts on it starts DOA, dead on arrival, but it's just um, or death on arrival. So we, I like you know a regular progression of a movie for the most part. So this one starts at the end, it's like, a, and then the movie is mostly pretty boring. Because <laughs> you think, oh, it's AIP, it's Lawrence Tierney, it's called the Death Merchant. What could be wrong? Um, it but kind of goes wrong. So I know it's kind of interesting. We're starting on kind of a lame movie. It's kind of. Usually start on the good well, ones. Choice. I think you want to save the better ones yeah. for later. Um, I'm going to say anything else. Okay, so there's a car blow up and some mm-hmm. gun shooting. Uh, it's a action movie, as we talked about before. Lack of action. Um, that's about it. Uh, so I guess I'll go to the next one. Hmm. Okay. So many good choices. We're going to go with... Well, actually, we did talk about this with the connoisseur. Death Machines. Uh, Ron Martini. Right. Yeah, I, I think we'll briefly touch on it yeah. because we kind of already went into great detail about Death Machines with him. Yeah, so well, I think we did, right? Yeah. So well, yeah, we did because we did all that full Martini episode, which you can listen to a few episodes back. So yes, um, the Ides of Martini. Yes, I think that's one of our more popular episodes, actually. I've been told, and you know, you, you look at the Podbean, you know, uh, site. The numbers. Yeah. The, yeah, look at the the hot numbers. And it says that that's one of our most popular. So, yeah, okay. yeah, I think it does. Um, so, yeah, so basically it's an early Ron Martini. It's from the 70s. It's mm-hmm. on Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome. Um, you know, there's some good 70s fashions on display. I think Ron Martini wears like a brown suit with, that's like bell bottoms. Yeah. And there's there's martial arts. It's, it's from the everybody was kung fu fighting craze. <laughs> you know, where everyone was doing a, like a martial arts movie. And, you know, I remember being entertaining. It's very entertaining. I still have to get a copy. I mean, once I get that Death Machines copy, I'll have the complete Ron Martini uh, set. Well, wait, there's the other one that I can't find. <laughs> uh, I always forget the title. Uh, like, Ar- not Arctic Warriors. What's it called? But that's one that never was released, so Jungle, you can't beat yourself up about that. Jungle Raider or something like that. <laughs> right, that's the one with Bert. Yeah, Bert Young. Bert Ward. I always Bert. say Bert Young. Yeah, Bert, Bert Ward. And he's sitting um, in a chair, you know, classic sit-down role. I yeah, still so, think you should buy Death Machines you well, know, still, at the I'm archive. I'm still interested. Yeah, well, the archive's going to open up soon, and I'll be – I'll hopefully I'll – it's on my list of what to buy next there, so maybe I'll, yeah. I'll get it. Yeah. Yeah, his Red Mob. Don't forget about Red Mob. <laughs> Red Mob. You know, I saw the trailer for Red Mob, which looks awesome. It's just a lot of explosions, and I guess they like borrowed some Russian helicopters and they exploded them <laughs> just for the movie. Wow. So, or I guess blew them up would be the right term. <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it, come on, it, it's, yeah. don't beat yourself up. This is you know an action podcast. People yeah. are going to say exploded a Russian yeah. helicopter. Come on, yeah. that's bound to happen. Yeah. It got exploded up good, you know. <laughs> Right, we've turned that joke into like a, you know, multi-episode podcast and website. Um, so I guess we'll. Uh, that's the end of Death Machines on that kind of, uh, I guess, speak, <laughs> you know, rundown. So yeah. I guess we'll go to. Oh, here we go. A punch fighter, a classic one at that. Death match. Right. Well, as the punch fighting expert, uh, talk a little bit about death match. Well. It's Matthias uses uh, <laughs> this is the ultimate, almost the ultimate punch fighting movie for the '90s because it has all the punch fighting cast. You got Matthias Hughes, Martin Cove, Richard Lynch, 
Ian Jacklin, Jorge Rivero, Benny the Jet. And they're all in these punch fighting movies all over the 90s, you know, Ring of Fire and, you know, Fists of Iron. So they're all together in one movie. And so if you if you're like, say, new to watching punch fighting movies, would you suggest they track this I, down? Yes. But after you watch Shoot Fighter and Fists of Iron and then you'll understand, hey, look, there's Matthias either Fist Fighter, Jorge Rivero. So you see all these people. Like, hey, I see all these people. They're all in one movie now. So, <laughs> so it's like a super group almost of punch fighting characters. Yes, I guess I'll give uh, rundown the plot a little bit. People haven't seen Deathmatch. John Larson, played by Ian Jacqueline, and Nick Wallace, played by Nicholas Hill. <laughs> They're blue collar dock workers, and then they uh, they make some extra bucks making or fighting in underground punch kick fighting cage matches to the death. So. Uh, and then let's see. Um, Martin Cove is one of the villains. His name is Paul Landis, and of course Hughes is the ultimate villain, Mark Vanek. So that's a cool right. name. Because this isn't the one where he's Victor Bragg. Because that's yeah, that is uh, Fist of Iron, sir. Because <laughs> that's a good one too, isn't it? That's a that's a really good one. That's a actually a real quality movie. You you care about uh, Michael Worth in that one. So, so yeah, they're on kind of the same playing field. Oh, absolutely. This is definitely worth watching. Definitely underrated. I how did I get this one? Oh, I buy I bought it on Amazon ages ago because now it's really hard to find. Because I think goodness I knew about these punch fighting movies about eight to ten years ago, or they would be just hard to find now. <laughs> yeah. This is just pure luck. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing about being ahead of the curve. But it's only on VHS. Right? Only it's, on VHS. I don't. I didn't see a DVD anywhere. It might be one in the UK. So last, that was a long time ago when I looked that up. I think it might be cut too. <laughs> of course it is. They oh, hate punching oh, there. You're not allowed to punch people in the UK usually. <laughs> so, well, in the 90s, and you can punch oh. people now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're they can only headbutt people. Well, that's, well, yeah. Well, we talked to uh, our our friend John Hawes about this. So, Wait a minute. Is that his name? Oh, John, I'm sorry. Richard Hawes. I was thinking, sorry about that, Richard. Richard Hawes is your name. <laughs> I was thinking of John Hawks, the actor, for some reason. Okay. So, well, all right. <laughs> I, got, I just I don't know why that came up. Okay. Richard Hawes. Yeah, we talked about him. Uh, we talked about Deathmatch and why they, you know, they cut these fighting movies. So it's kind of interesting. No headbutts, you know, no uh, throwing stars, all that stuff. So it, no, it was a fun uh, no sausage links. No sausage. <laughs> Donatello, right? Or was it Donatello? Wait, who, who had the sausage links? What's it? It might have been Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Okay. He had because he usually has the size, right? So right. he changed his size to sausage links, and the UK cut that out. I know we talked about that like five times already, but I just so, can't believe it. I didn't. <laughs> you think kids are gonna make sausage and make size out of sausage links and beat up other children? Or nunchucks, yeah, and then beat them, yeah, and then beat them up, and like I oh, just nunchucks. picture these little kids going, yeah, like, just I can see that. wielding two sausage links and just going, yeah, I got sausage links. Ah. Yeah, just hit kids on the head over and over and over again. <laughs> I can see that. Exactly the the. The careful guardians in the UK really wanted to make sure that did not happen in their society. Nope, not allowed. Uh, <laughs> anything else to say about Deathmatch? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Sausage Link, so let's just move on. All right, we're going to go to Death of a Soldier, which is more of a serious movie. But I bought it. Well, actually, it's a tape purge. <laughs> but it has oh. Red Brown, 
I know that that's controversial, the, the tape purges. Because, you know, it's more of a drama. It's not a Red Brown screaming movie. Or did, did he scream? Did I scream? I mean, the thing, it was a key video. I remember that. Yes, it's and, a key video. And the, and the box art's interesting, if you remember the box art. Well, it's, it's a still shot of him doing a handstand. Because there's a scene yeah. in the movie where he does a handstand. And, um, yeah, I found that time tunnel. Because I think... You know, we thought, well, as Red Brown, I mean, but this is, a, it's a good movie. It's just not yeah. really an action movie. It's just, yeah, you know, it's a good movie. It's, a not, it's, it's Red Brown showing he can really act, you know. He actually put in a really good performance. Maybe I shouldn't have gotten rid of it. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I, I, come across it again. I'll, I'll get it again. I, I, when, when I was doing the tape purges, I was like, well, this is an action movie gone, not actually gone. So it's like, um, yeah, but. And maybe that wasn't the best way to go because you buy movies all the time that aren't action movies. That is true. So I, I made a well, that was ten years ago, and I I made a mistake, which I fully own up to. So, uh, he he does a trademark scream as it says. So it's kind of interesting. So maybe it's just like ah, oh. <laughs> so. right? It's a kinder, gentler scream. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing is, and, and go back to the UK again, Death of a Soldier. He. Uh, the the cover of that he's in screaming. <laughs> well, they they wanted to go with what they thought would appeal to the most people. Apparently, he was known for a scream. That's why I think he's even said, you know, these directors wanted me to scream in every movie. Well, it's um, it's so much fun to hear. I can't I cannot recreate that. So, uh, do I mention the plot of Death of the Soldier a little bit? People haven't seen it. Um, um, it's Australian. It takes us during World War II in Australia, right? Your memory is excellent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> how do you remember all that we, we watched well, that ages ago well I, I remember it I mean I don't know it's gone, it's gone from my memory I know uh, when he plays a uh, Lun, he plays a big lummox named Lenoski <laughs> I won't say anything else because it looks like it might be a kind of a spoiler so but oh, yeah, I, right. think, I would definitely yeah. uh, check it out when you can yeah if, you, if you're looking for a drama with Red Brown and that, that would probably be the way to go Oh, and James Coburn. Let's not forget about the James Coburn to that. Right, right, James Coburn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so hmm, we're gonna go to. Oh, okay. Here we go. Getting to some good ones. Well, before I get to some real good ones, we're gonna do. Hmm. Def Chase. Okay, I'll do Def Chase. David A. Pryor, Bill Zip. Right, right. Well, even though I've never seen the game, the one with Michael Douglas, it's, isn't it like that? Where like same almost the same movie really <laughs> say these low budget direct video b movies are always ahead of the curve they always have the ideas first so it's like bill zip is targeted by this sort of international conspiracy and he's on yes, the run absolutely and his the, name is stephen chase of course it is yeah <laughs> wait what was, it was wisdom right where emilio yeah, that's plays make fun of, yeah. john wisdom or something <laughs> Yeah, it's like Emilio Estevez. It's like his, you know, directorial debut, I guess. So he directed it, maybe wrote it. And mm. uh, the guy's name's like Larry Wisdom, and the name yeah. of the movie is Wisdom. And I hear it's not very good. I mean, it's like, is that someone's last name? It's like, a name is, if my name was Tyler Pathos. It's like. <laughs> well, it might be a bit on the nose, but I think yeah. it could be a last name. Isn't there a Norman Wisdom? Is, I don't know, is that a musician or. Yeah, it's, I don't know how I know that name. I only know Norm. I only know Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the only Norman you know, huh? Yeah. Well, I guess it's Norman Rockwell, but 
but I only know about Storm and Norman because I watched Desert uh, Desert Triumph. <laughs> right, uh, it's a VHS movie all about the was it Operation Desert Storm? Yeah, and it's three tapes long, and the the third tape is just Schwarzkopf like at a uh, like a press conference. It's like that's like a whole hour of Schwarzkopf. <laughs> uh-huh. Like it's like they ran out of footage. It's like oh, yeah, here's some Schwarzkopf. Um, but it's complete, you know, it's very complete with three tapes. Yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, it's like a history lesson. Uh, uh, yeah, so but, you're right about the yeah. plot of Def Chase. He's just, you know, on the run. Uh, Paul L. Smith is the villain. So, I'm trying to remember his well, name. Well, we all love Paul L. Smith. Oh, his name is Steel. Okay. So, so that's kind of, that's an interesting, well, we compared it to other movies like Fugitive X, Innocent Target. Yeah, I was going to mention that yeah. from the jump, but I thought yeah, we so, objectively. Um, but that's not the movie where he's on the run with that song, right? That was um, oh, Profit on the Run. Yeah. yeah, Profit on the Run. Wait, that was oh, the title's escaping me. I wasn't it called Outlaw Profit or no? Oh, that was yeah, Outlaw Profit on the Run. Yeah. That was a good but is movie. that the one with the David Heavener commercial, the 1-800 number? I think that was Raging Cajun, or it could have been um, not Twisted Justice. It was a tape. Maybe Outlaw Force. Um, <laughs> did we see another David Heavener tape? Uh, oh, nuts. Maybe it was Outlaw Force. I'll have to rewatch that, see if they have the uh, the ad. No, no, it was um, that movie. Like it, was, that. it was with uh, Tony Curtis. Um, and that wasn't Outlaw, or, um, Outlaw Force? Outlaw Force had uh, Frank Stallone. This one, I, the title, oh, nuts. Maybe I'll, I'll look into it while, uh, in a little bit. So, yeah, yeah I, I would recommend that. Yeah, if you like the low-budget AIP style and you want to see, you know, William Zip being chased by baddies, then, you know, check it out. Oh, Prime Target. That was the title. Prime uh, Target, right. Right. I think that might have had the... The David Hevner, like, call David Hevner hotline. <laughs> I don't have a copy of that. I'm going to have to try to find it. Maybe, I, my, I think we got it from Video 7. Maybe it's still there. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll look into it. Well, if it's a good price, you know, yeah. relatively at Video 7, it might be yeah. worth picking up. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it next time I'm there. All right, so, <clears> okay. <throat> this is, okay, we got a good one here. We're going to go with uh, so many good choices. Let's do Death Before Dishonor. Okay. Uh, Fred Dreyer. Yeah, Fred Dreyer. You gotta love Hunter. Okay, I'll stop. Well, but, I did, all right, but this is not Hunter. This is, this is you know, a, a movie. This is yeah. this is called Death Force Hunter. He's Gunnery, Gunnery Sergeant Burns or Gunny. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and also Brian Keith and Joanne Pakula and Sasha Mitchell and Paul Winfield. So it's a pretty good cast. Yeah. yeah. 1987. And, it, and it's on DVD. I think Anchor Bay released it. Yes. I, I have a two-pack with Death Before Dishonor and Wanted Dead or Alive. So. Right, that's a good get. And it has a good tagline, too. It's not just a job. It's a vendetta. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, he's in the desert, I think, and uh, doing doing stuff. Yeah. Wait, is Rock Tarkington also in this? So, is it Rockney? Oh, Rockney Tarkington. Yeah, Rockney Tarkington. Yeah, he's also. Well, you tell me. I, I don't exactly remember. I, I think he is. His name is Jihad. He plays a terrorist named Jihad. <laughs> wow. 
We were talking about things being on the nose before, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Tyler or Brett Pathos. But basically, it's just, it's kind of a down the middle actioner. You know, it's it's not bad. It's not great. It's just kind of in the middle. Yeah, right? it's still a worth a watch. Because yeah, really, yes, it is. Yeah. And we gave it three bits because, you know, it's it's fun patriotism or, you know, jingoistic, as Stallone says <laughs> about the Expendables. But uh, yeah, it's not jingoistic, the Expendables. <laughs> um so yeah and i think it has kind of like a cool ending part with like a chase and then yeah, yeah. it was, it was a little a team you know when that when like the cars explode in the desert and stuff but it's fun and then uh we said that you know fred dryer is always cool he's initiating his new marines which is a lot of beard chugging and grunting <laughs> you really can't help but love that the, the tagline is like a, is truthful about the movie because he's out for revenge, uh, Gunnery. Right, and that's how we watch Fred Dreyer. Yeah. See, and Hunter, in the first few seasons, he was out for revenge. And he says, it works for me. People have seen the show. <laughs> and he, after he shoots someone. But see, and then like seasons five and six and like seven, he was riding a desk. He was riding a desk. So I can't believe he, they, they just sideline Hunter like that. I know. Especially. And the show is called Hunter. He should be hunting people. He doesn't. He's hunting paperwork. This file yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> oh, but then he's on some other syndicated shows. I'm not even sure we're even syndicated in our area. Oh, uh, Lands End. Yeah, Lands End. Yeah. It's like an episode or two on YouTube. Like, and there's there's also TV spots. So next week on Lands End. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah, him and Tim Thomas. Yeah, so I'm seeing those. TV spots on YouTube. I did that. I don't even remember the show. I don't think we actually got that show, but I could okay. be wrong. I don't know what. Maybe it was on USA, or it could have been you know classic syndication. And you know, back in the '90s, you know, we weren't we were watching TV, but we weren't really watching syndication. You know. Well, that's true. <laughs> and there's one <laughs> more thing I want to mention, unless you have something else to say. No, no. Okay. Franco Colombo, Franco Colombo, is credited as bodybuilding coach. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So, okay, now, okay, here we go. We're going to go with Death Drug next. One of my favorites. Yes. I'm so glad we're getting to Death Drug. I love yeah. Death Drug so much. I I can't even tell you how much I love Death Drug. It's, wow. it's just so you great. Have a, wait, I always forget. You have a copy? Yes, of course. Yes, and on, on VHS, right? I have it on VHS, but I also have a burned copy from the VHS onto a DVD. Just in case something happens to the tape, right? Well, well, what's interesting is way back when I bought it on Amazon, I think. Oh. And then when I opened the package, the, the DVD was just with it. So, like, oh, whoever nice. owned it just either burned it or had it and just it was in the package with the tape. So so yeah. if people haven't seen Def Drug, which I hope people really need to check this one out, because it's one of these, like, crazy movies, like a Miami Connection or a Get Even. So it's kind of interesting. Um, you want to mention the plot of this movie? It, it, it's it's so hard to describe, and I don't I don't want to spoil too much, but let's just say that Philip Michael Thomas yeah. is an aspiring musician. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he starts going down the wrong road of life, and the death drug is kind of interfering with his musical dreams, which is unfortunate because the first hit cost the first hit didn't cost him anything as it says in the tagline right which is very clever if you think about it because it's like a hit because he's a musician yeah. and a hit of drugs right because usually so, the first one's free right that they always say it oh, yeah, i get you 
well, you shouldn't be caught by these drug dealers, you know. <laughs> but he was. Just. If anything, that's the message of the movie. And much like the David Heavener preamble uh, with the commercial on, the, on that other tape, this has one with Philip Michael Thomas. Yes. You know, um, <laughs> before the movie, where he's, you know, talking to Isaac, hi. I'm Philip Michael Thomas. <laughs> the movie you're about to see is about drugs. Don't do drugs. You know, there's almost like a PSA before the movie. Um, the, the movie is so weird because it, it also in the middle, they cut to a full Philip Michael Thomas music video from like yeah, oh, the, years the, later. The movie's, yeah, no, the movie is very, very choppy, which is what makes it so much fun. It's it's just like almost like they had a bunch of random footage and they chopped it all up and kind of assembled it and it's not really in any coherent order and <laughs> it just makes it so awesome to watch because you know you never see that these days if, i don't want to give anything away really i mean we gave away well we're not giving away but we, we gave away some stuff here because i you know you just have to check it out maybe it's on youtube or just buy it i hope so if it's just see it somehow because it's not really like any other movies out there. It's just, there's all these crazy, <laughs> unorthodox, weird moments, and it, like you said, it, it's edited in this very bizarre way, and it's just it's so it's so great. I just well, this might be my favorite death movie today, but we'll see. Well, hmm, I'm trying to think if I can say maybe one or two more things about because. Uh, I guess because we want to tantalize people, we want to get yeah. people to see it if they haven't seen it, but we don't want to give away yeah. too much. Well, they they usually cut to this newsman or news reader saying that yeah. Jesse is winning these awards, and then it says that they, you know um, they have a new idea called music clips. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think they break in on the news saying local man makes music video. <laughs> yeah, local man makes record, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Political Man Makes Record. We did it in L.A., so I'm not really sure that that's newsworthy, but that's that's what's so awesome about it. It's just it, all sense is kind of thrown to the wind. And there's a like a full performance of the Gap Band. Yes. And just like. Uh, oh, wait. Am I thinking of the wrong band again from uh, Short Fuse, that Gap Band? No, that was um, Trouble Funk. Trouble Funk. All right. Thanks. But I can see why you'd be confused. But um um, but yeah, so Death Drug is a complete winner and yes, absolutely. no reservations is really great. Well, we have three more. I'm going to oh. end on a high note. I know it's only okay. 10, so it's fast. Uh, we'll do Death Fight, uh, Richard Norton, which is funny. Well, that's because a classic one where we saw it on the shelf at yes. a certain video store and, you know, and on the, the yeah. top of the box, it says Richard Norton in huge letters. And, you know, we didn't know who that was at the time. And so you look at it, you know, with your head yeah. cocked to the side yeah, with a quizzical yeah. expression on your face yeah. saying, Richard Norton? Yeah, Richard Norton? Who is Richard Norton? And then we finally got to watch it, and it was a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. But, hmm. Yeah, you know, it's funny about the review, because we gave it two and a half bits, but I think it should be upgraded. I have to reread this or something. Um, yeah, Jack Dameron, <laughs> Richard Norton. <laughs> I will give a brief plot description. It's also called Rage. Uh, that's an alternate title, and it's on Amazon Prime because I checked before we started recording. You have no excuse not to check it out. Yeah. Well, if they have it. Yeah. So Jack Dammer, Dameron's parents are uh, killed, and then he uh, is out for revenge, kind of. Yeah, he has to like kind of fight, you know, these people above the corporate ladder. It says, and there's a fight between him and Ron Vrukin. How do you say that? And Chuck Jeffries? Freakin'? I think it's Freakin'. Freakin', yeah. 
when you when you read it, it's like, am I saying that right? <laughs> yeah, and they, they fight. It's like, it's a good movie. It's actually a pretty good movie. It's definitely underrated Richard Norton movie. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my takeaway from it. I you know I don't know why we gave it two and a half unless there's parts that slow down or something. Yeah, I think there might there might be some drag moments in the middle. What yeah, but lots of movies have that. Yeah, there's some there's some bar fights and some uh, car chases. It's fun. And what's that other Richard Norton movie we watched? Sort of. Oh no. Bushido. Yeah, sort of Bushido. That was a good one. Another under really hard movie to find, by the way. Sort of Bushido. Uh, well, and don't forget about uh, likable action star Richard Norton. <laughs> right from Under the Gun. Yeah, you yeah on the back of the box it says likable action star Richard Norton, which he is. I always thought he was likable. He's like. This guy's likable. You care about his play in any movie. Rage and Honor, Death Fight. So maybe, maybe even Nautilus, you know, that, that sci-fi slog. It's like, oh, yeah, the movie is not great, but at least he's doing his best. He's trying his best. And, and it's okay. I mean, wait, I found that a time tunnel in the DVD section. It's like Nautilus, Richard Norton. But we knew who that was at, after I think that. by then, yeah, we knew who he was. And, you know, he always had good chemistry with um, Cynthia Rothrock. And, right, right. Lady Dragon. That's a good movie. With him bunch and, uh, of movies her. together. And then don't forget about that awesome uh, movie where he spins around and shoots people. Yes. Remember that? You mean, you mean Mission Terminate? Yeah, Mission Terminate. People, it, people should see Mission Terminate. Well, it's funny because I had Mission Terminate, but under the great title of Revenge of the Kick Fighter, uh, AIP. Definitely oh, it's of course it's AIP. Everything was kick fighting with them. Is kick fighting this, kick <laughs> well, fighting that. It was always about kick fighting. Well, it's funny, you know, there's kick fighter with Richard Dorton. So then they had they found this other movie. It's like Revenge of the Kick Fighter. <laughs> I'd love to see that meeting at AIP um, Studios. I imagine there's one guy at the meeting who's always pushing everything to be related to kick fighting. <laughs> Bill, it's like, well, we Bill. have sensitive romance. <laughs> Call it romance of the kick fighters. Yeah. <laughs> I love like, that. Someone there was obsessed with what they called kick fighting. That's really funny. I mean, that's that's brilliant. I, I never thought about it. They just put kick fight onto every title. Well, so they did. And I think on the spine of one of the boxes, you know, where it says like the the description, like where you should put it in the video store, like action or whatever, mm-hmm. it says kick fighting, right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think the video store would have a kick fighting section. I'm going to double check the spine. But I actually, I think you're thinking of action kickboxing spine from American Kickboxer 2. <laughs> that could be, but yeah. I thought maybe AIP might have said one was kickfighting. I will double check. It's, it's, I double check. It's on my shelf. Kickfighter, and, and Richard Norton really shows his range because he's in one early scene, he's supposed to be nine years old. <laughs> Let's not forget about that. Yeah, and Kickfighter 1, I guess, or just, just Kickfighter. Yeah, that is so funny. It's like he has it's like, very, very funny to watch a man, a man, yeah, try to be nine years old. It's just I don't uh, want to give away what he looks like. He just looks like he's trying to be nine years old. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's all part of the fun and all part of the greatness of these movies. You know, that's why I pointed out. We talked about this before, but see, we're talking about these wacky movies because maybe people don't know much about them because people just watch the classic mainstream movies. So it's like, wait, so what's Kickfighter? And we talk about Richard Norton being nine years old? <laughs> so just... If that doesn't hook you in, what will? I mean, yeah, granted, it's like a flashback or like an intro yeah. or something. But you and know. It's in the intro, I think. Yeah. yeah, so, you know. But then again, if you're listening to this podcast, you've, you've, you've clearly gone beyond the mainstream and you want to, <laughs> you know, like, want to know more about these underground, I guess you yeah. would call them, movies. 
it's kind um, of fun. It, it's a it's a fun you know I want to call it a subgenre, but it's a fun different world. You know. Yes, it is. That's it. Really is, and the, and the fan community is so great. You know, talking to people like Connoisseur and Richard Hawes and everyone, they're just it's just. I don't know. It's a very supportive kind of community because we're all looking for the same stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and they all care too. That's what's great about this community. Like they care about the movies. It's not like we're trying to steal it from you or like trying to steal tapes or DVDs. Like we all care about the movies. Right. And the people you talk to on Instagram, it's like yeah. no one's mean spirited. No one's no, negative no. about these I, things. And I certainly hope. We don't. I, mean, I don't think we do. Come off no, that way. We're, no, no. We come point out cliches and stuff, but it's out of love, you know. We haven't been negative on an episode yet, because it's, it's just part of the fun. We gotta have fun in life, and watching these movies I, really brings yeah, out the fun. I think people gravitate towards that. Like if we were just being negative every time, I think people would not listen to it. I mean, that's not what we would do anyway, but just if someone did, like if I, I wouldn't listen to a podcast where people are saying, you know, everything sucks. And I wouldn't, I just wouldn't listen to it. You know, um, I can't think of a, a movie example where, oh no, or Yogi Bear, the movie, it sucks. Like we already know that. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Well, that's like, we've had this conversation before. We're like during the, the sci-fi channel, original movies are like super crock versus dino gator and all that kind of stuff. And then people will say, oh, this movie sucks. It's terrible. It's like, what did you think you were going to get when you watched it? You know, why are you acting surprised that you were <laughs> underwhelmed by some CGI alligator? I just, exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. So it's like, that's it's, not the attitude you should take. If you're going to watch it, you should have some fun and not be so negative. You check your brain at the door. Yeah. Okay. A movie with Coolio and like Urkel, is not going to be that great. Okay. Or maybe not, but it's like, <laughs> how dare you? I, you've gone too far now. Okay. I've gone too. Okay. I've now been canceled. But what, like, did they, what did they say? Urkel killed my brother instead of or Urkel killed my partner. Yeah. Like, I'm trying oh, to I like force. that. Instead of Coolio, it's Urkel. It's like Urkel killed my brother. I can't say it about laughing. Urkel killed my partner. Ah. So that would basically be if there was a movie that was like a serious action movie, yeah. and it had Jaleel White, and yes. his character's name in the movie was Urkel. Yes. Unrelated to the Family Matters character, that just yes. what his name was. That would be the most amazing thing in the world. Because having Coolio as Coolio is great, but Urkel's funnier and just like, huh, Urkel, yeah. Well, actually, it's a little different. It's a little different because Coolio is Coolio, whereas that would be like if they called him Jaleel, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, Jaleel. It's like <laughs> Jaleel was, killed my partner. It was Jaleel Urkel. That'd be, that, I bet he's called <laughs> yeah, that. He's kind of like, movie. I mean, this is just like Hootie and the Blowfish again. You know, it's like, yes, we know your I'm name sorry. is Darius Rucker, but Yahudi, okay, bro. Why well, I always say you could have named your band anything. What did you think would happen when you <laughs> call yourself Hootie Blowfish? Obviously, people are going to think you're Hootie. That's obviously what people are going to think. So why would you be indignant to like, well, I'm not Hootie? It's like, no, no, no. Someone needs to sit you down at a table and in a, in a heart to heart, you know, calm way. Intervention. Intervention. Say you are Hootie. Yeah. You are Hootie. That's who you are. You are Hootie. Because what, what, what did he think was going to happen? If you just, it was just, it was Darius and the Blowfish. We wouldn't really care. Because no, I mean, have a wacky. You know, if I was naming my band, I'd probably steer away from Blowfish. You know, yeah. <laughs> because you know you don't want your people to think your band blows. Right. But still, they want Hootie and the Blowfish. So really, really bad combination. And I know it's going to sound like a weird question, but we're talking about this already. What is a Hootie? Is that an owl? 
Well, that's part of the mystery. You have to buy uh, like five of their albums to, to oh, find out oh, what it really is. Great idea. You, you learn about like their life story between in the songs. Right. So if you want to know, because obviously there's going to be people that are naturally curious like you. Yeah. So they're going to buy, you know, fork over their dough to uh, <laughs> to buy several different Hootie albums to, to get to the truth. And then on track eight, they find or oh, maybe it's one of those secret tracks, those hidden tracks. Yeah, that was big at the time, too. In the 90s and early 2000s, there would be like a hidden track. I remember uh, this. Of course, this dates me a little bit. And it's really stupid to say this, but I will. There are hidden tracks on like a Limp Biscuit album. <laughs> I remember that. Jesus, if the other preceding tracks weren't enough. <laughs> I think it's I, I why I just, just came up in my memory. Matt Pinfield, that's a that D that DJ. Yeah, Pinfield, yes. Mm-hmm. I think he's on these hidden tracks like yelling about Limp Biscuit or something. I haven't heard this in twenty years. But it's like I'm Matt Pinfield. I love Limp Biscuit or something like that. Wow. <laughs> why I do mean, I remember that? But also, I would if I was naming my band, I'd probably steer away from the word limp as yes. well. <laughs> nope. But see, they spell biscuit in a funny way. B-I-Z-K-I-T. Well, well, kind of like Lincoln Park. You know, they okay. they spelled it in a uh, unorthodox manner. So I guess that makes them cool. I don't know. And they do that in the uh, well, I can't remember these songs from Lincoln Park, but uh, they do this weird kind of like rocking. You know, they're banging their head. Do you remember this? I must have seen the video, right? You know, I, that was a little after my time as far as watching uh-huh. MTV and such. So I didn't really see any Linkin Park music videos. So I, wish, I don't I really hear them that much. Um, but I think it, I know they, they always were yelling a lot, like, shut right. up. They said, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> was that that great song by um, Kelly Osbourne? Oh, it's, wait, was that? Was that the album name? Shut up. It <laughs> was a song too. Like she was really proud of that yeah. idea. I, <laughs> I haven't heard the song. Maybe I'll have to look that up. Like, uh, you should. I know I'm going to. I'm gonna look up Kelly Osbourne. Shut up on uh, YouTube yeah. or iTunes. Yeah. So, but we should go, probably go back to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead about Kelly Osbourne. Oh, no, I just said if you want to hear Kelly Osbourne singing about telling people to shut up, I think that's how you find it. But. Well, um, so, but where did we leave off? <laughs> so we last did. <laughs> I think we did Death Drug. So the next movie we're doing, and we only have two left. So we're gonna, this is a new one. We just watched it recently. Death Kiss. Right. So, I, I think we also talked about this on a prior episode, so we don't have to spend. Oh, okay. Too long. So we'll I think, or maybe it was on Connoisseur. I, I'm pretty sure we talked about Bronzy. Okay, we did talk about Robert Bronzy. Okay. I think so. <laughs> but in case we didn't, I, it, we'll make it quick. There's a man in this world who looks like Robert Robert Charles Bronson, like exactly uh, like like his doppelganger. But if it said he, if you were walking down the street and you saw him and you didn't know Charles Bronson had passed away, you would think that was him. I mean, it really, really, really looks like him. So obviously he's going to have a DTV, you know, action movie career because why wouldn't he? What else would you do if that's what your face looked like? It's amazing that he has the same face, same mustache. Same hair. Is it the same hair? hair Hair's a little different and different voice. No, the voice is different. That's the thing. He doesn't sound like. See, when you, that's what's so weird because when you see him talk, you think he's going to say, I wish I was dead. But no, that's not (laughs) what his voice sounds like. No, it's like, hello. But it's like. (laughs) Well, actually, it's dubbed in this movie. So I don't even know what his real voice sounds like. It could sound like Charles Bronson. Of course, if it did, why would they overdub it? 
I mean, the plot is just like Death Wish, but it's called Death Kiss. Right. And Daniel Baldwin is hey, a radio host. <laughs> to go back to the beginning of the episode, oh, you yeah. know, you know, uh, <laughs> what's the, what's his name in it? What's, oh, um, Dan Forthright. Dan Forthright, yes. <laughs> He's As like I a, think he said in the review. If, he, if that was a real radio show, we'd listen to it because it was really good. It was fun to listen to because he was talking about you know this crime, the city, and it's like and he, Daniel Baldwin's got a great voice for radio. So that's true. Uh, it's definitely one of the best Daniel performances we've seen in a while. Oh, at least since Pandora Project. So. Right, which is like from 1998 or something. It's <laughs> so only 20 years later. He he brought back uh, his great acting skills for Death Kiss. But anyway, um, the movie's a labor of love, obviously, by people that love the Death Wish series. And, absolutely. And so in that sense, it's a lot of fun. I mean, the blood squibs are very, very over the top. That's the one thing I might have changed. Is, yeah, but you know, it's, it's, like impractical. it's like this explosion of blood. It just yeah. and it looks kind of stupid, but um, but, but then again, it's it's meant to be in fun, I think. And you know, because Richard Tyson. Richard Tyson is the villain, and what 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 fuels the movie really when you watch it all eighty five minutes is that look at this guy. He looks just like Charles Bronson. So you so can't every time he's on the street, you say, "Hey, he looks like Charles Bronson." Yeah. Yeah, remember he's walking down the street in slow motion? It's like, I wonder if people think he's Charles Bronson. <laughs> well, I think we said we could watch that all day. Just him yes. walking. Um, and also, <laughs> well, it's really great score. It has a yes. synth score, which is really, really good. Um, I think and which helps, down. you know, convey that 80s vibe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I was a killer score. I think you wrote down the name of the band, right? Yeah, uh, and I think the name of the band is also the guy who directed, produced, wrote, and did like did everything on the movie. Yeah, um, the Darkest Machines. Yeah, the Darkest Machines. That's also the AKA of like the director, I believe. Wow. that's pretty cool. Maybe there'll be a Death Kiss too, or well, he's gonna be in a new movie soon. I, there's no release date. <laughs> it's called The Gardener, and it's Robert Bronzy and Gary Daniels. So, Which is I amazing. I can't wait to watch that. And it's, it's, how can it be anything less than spectacular? I, you know, I haven't checked recently on a day, so maybe I'll, I'll look it up. Just like the Shut Up song. So. <laughs> yeah, so you got stuff to look up. And, and Shut Up, I guess. Yeah, shut Up. <laughs> right, what, yeah, and if you want to see Death Wish, but done, you know, with a guy who looks like uh, Charles Bronson, <laughs> directed in a very loving way by someone who clearly likes the revenge genre, I would say check it out. I think we watched on Amazon Prime. I can double check right now if it's still on there. I'll do a, a live right. check. So, because, and the answer is yes. <laughs> so, right, as, so, so, if you have Prime, check it out. Yeah. No, there, you have no excuse. And we're ending on a high note. Let's want to talk more about Bronzy. <laughs> um, now, let people discover Bronzy for themselves. I think we made the point. Okay. We are on the final movie because it's only 10. Here it is. Death Flash. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ending on a high. This is definitely yeah. rival Death Drug for my two favorites. Yeah, I was going to ask you which one's your favorite Death movie after uh, that. It's tough. It's really tough. I, you know, I love them both so much. Um, I, if I had to pick, I might go with Death Drug because it's so wackadoo. But I, I'm just asking on a different day and I might say Death Flash because I, <laughs> I really love them both. I'll ask you on Monday if you... Uh, okay. So... This is interesting because I don't want to give away uh, more stuff again because it's also such a wacky movie. And we watched that also on Prime, which I guess I'll do a live a live read. <laughs> Stamps.com. Stamps.com. No, we shouldn't say that because we have nothing to do with that. No. No. Um, 
stop going to the post office. So, <laughs> all right. So, unfortunately, it looks like. Pillow. Oh, my pillow. <laughs> what do you use for his pillow? Like zinc or something? What do you use? All I know is that it's a patented fill. Right. The patented fill. He has a, a Giga or something? Giga monster? Oh, I, never, <laughs> I never explored it that far. I just, I just, all I know is it's a patented fill. That's uh, all okay. I got. I think it's a quality pillow. That's a, you know, yeah, free pillow. Yeah. Now, according to Amazon Prime, or I'm sorry, well, IMDb, Death Flash is now gone from Amazon Prime, ah. which is unfortunate. But maybe that's not true. So I, I don't have access to the Prime while we're recording. So and I'll, it I might can, come back. It can come back anytime. But let's talk about just a little bit. AJ Nay. Yes, AJ <laughs> Nay. Yes. I, it stars as Johnny Duncan, a classic cop on the edge who goes way over the edge. <laughs> And I don't want to give away too much. Um, it's awesome. Let's just it's have awesome. That. He fights drug dealers. I know it's, it's so like a basic description, but it when you watch it, it's like this is a really weird movie because it's directed by Tony Zardnast. I believe it's Zarendast. Oh, Zarendast. Okay, because he made Hard Case and Fist, another wacky movie. So if you've seen that, and what I'm dying to have happen is have Death <laughs> Flash and Hard Case and Fist be on a double feature blu-ray together this is the tony zarendas collection it would i would pay i just get just take my money now i just i i really want that to be a real thing i feel like that could happen one of these days you never know because you know all these cult movies are slowly coming the blu-ray from yeah. shout factory slowly coming from arrow Vinegar so, syndrome oh, Vinegar syndrome yes MVD, all these people like, there was the people that released you know um that bolo double feature if they did something like that but with the Zarendast, it would just – it would be so amazing. It would be so great. You never know. I'm not going to give up hope. No, I'm not going to give up hope. I'm just – I'm trying to put it out there in the universe. Maybe someone will hear it and make that happen. You know, Maybe someone who has some sort of juice with these companies. That I would just, be great. That really uh, would be great. Because um, I think Death Flash only came out on VHS in Japan or something, right? Yeah, we were just – I couldn't believe – oh, it was on YouTube – uh, Death Flash. YouTube. It might have been YouTube. I, okay, because I, I could do a quick look on that too. But anyway, um, if you do, I could, I could talk. I guess yeah. if you. Well, do you know uh, his full name of AJ Nay? Is it Arthur Jeremy Nay? That is correct, sir. Um, uh, I mean, he's a classic school guy. See, the reason why I like the movie, and maybe other people wouldn't like it as much for this reason, but I personally like it because it's so '80s. You know, to me, nothing's too 80s. I want to see the most 80s things that you can show me. So Death Flash is very, very, very 80s. It just it exudes 80s, which is why it's right up my alley. So if you like anything 80s, that alone, even if you don't like action movies, it's enough to check out uh, Death Flash. So the 80s quality of it is is tremendous. So I just I would really, really recommend it for that reason alone. I have now looked it up. And which I agree wholeheartedly with your assessment there. And it is only a trailer on YouTube right ah, now. So, uh, I mean, so you get two minutes of AJ Nay. release. Oh, sorry, what? You, you only get two minutes of AJ Nay, but maybe uh, someone will upload it. I mean, I guess two minutes of AJ Nay is better than zero minutes of AJ Nay, but what you really need <laughs> is the full AJ Nay, yeah. the full 90 minutes. I mean, we're so lucky to even – that's where Amazon comes through because they have a lot of wacky stuff. Because it's in it's in the um, the dregs. I, I guess not dregs, but you're way in the way back of uh, Amazon Prime with these wacky well, movies. Well, that's like when we went to watch um, Repo, Repo Jake. Jake. Yeah. 
And it's almost like we were waking up Amazon. Like Amazon was like there was a delay. Almost like Amazon was saying, "What? Well, you want to watch Repo Jake? Okay, well, like, hold on. I think I, I think I had to go back to the menu and redo it. It's like, oh, oh, okay, Repo Jake. Uh, here you go. It's like <laughs> it's almost like Amazon was like surprised. Almost like it was like you're waking it up. Like, like you want to watch Repo Jake? Okay, well, hold on a second. This you know this might take longer than to watch you know one of the hot shows. That. I can just totally see like, wait, what? Uh, hold on. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's surprising. You know, this, is, this is the first time for everything. Yeah. <laughs> is that how it works? Like it's, <clears throat> you, you press the buttons like, and sometimes it takes longer. It's like, wait, you want to stream what? <laughs> well, I don't actually know, but that's really what it seemed like because um, I don't know how the, the, the streaming process works from a technical level. I have absolutely no idea, but they must be <laughs> receiving it from some sort of database. So Yeah, it's interesting. I'd like to see the ins and outs of that. I will mention one thing about uh, they get people hyped up for Def <laughs> Def Flash. We'll see what things you get them hyped up. Either they have no way to see it, which is kind of unfortunate. I mean, no. I know because when we wrote this review, I think which was wow, actually it was only we posted last year. It was really? on time. Yeah, we posted October 2019. But I think we had seen it maybe several months before that. It says as of this. Is on Amazon Prime as of this writing, but that was a uh-huh. year ago. So, you know, yeah. a year from now, you know, I guess it went away. Um, so, I guess the. Wait, what's it say here? I lost it. Ah, here we go. So, it has all your classic standbys. So that's why people, I think, will, should try to seek this out if they can. You know, motorbike chases, shoot down a bar, pinball machines, strip clubs. <laughs> and uh, you can, they see arcade machines like Centipede and Pac Man. It's. I had lots of cocaine use yeah, from cocaine. that. Yeah, oh, it's funny. I was about to say that. Like, you know, co- cocaine and big-haired women, all stuff has everything. Uh, so. Yeah, it's so great. I just, I just, I just, I can't really get across how much I love Death Flash. It's just, it's a great movie. It's, um, it's a surprise hit because I think we were like, "What's this?" Like, oh, or, uh, hey, this is it. <laughs> well, that's that's why you have to keep looking you have to turn yeah. over every rock and yes, yes there might be a lot of mediocre movies maybe some bad movies even though i don't yeah, really yeah. like to say that but you know you, you but then when you you look and look and look and look and then you get a jewel you know what i mean because yeah. you keep um, on keep on looking keep on fighting and you'll yeah. find something like this it's like yeah we i think we had a run of duds before we watched that flash and, and maybe that's why it stood out that much more to us so that's the uh, end of the part one of the deaf movies. Uh, well, see, it's good. It, it, it's yeah. good that we're breaking it up because if we did another 10, it would just, no, the episode would be really long. So. Yeah, it'd be, I think I have 11 more, really. I have like 11 more movies, that's too much. It'd be like three hours long. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that, you know. Um, we're going to give people, you know, weeks after this episode yeah. airs to uh, to digest this. Then we'll give them the second dose. Yeah, we'll give them another dose of death. <laughs> yes. Well, like death, you're drug. death merchant. So. Yeah, death will be death merchants and full of death drug. I guess. Well, for lucky. Um, so I guess we can give out the uh, the link. I always say links. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we got comeupinterviews dot net. That's yeah. the website. We have CR podcast at yahoo dot com, which is the email yeah. address. And then we're um, on Twitter and Facebook. Well, Twitter is under Ty Comeuppance. Facebook's under the site itself. Comeuppance reviews. And I'm on Instagram, uh, tie action rocks. And you know what's right. funny? I just posted yeah. death fight today. Oh, so that's just kind of a weird coincidence. Uh, 
maybe I don't remember. I I go in order because I have so many pictures on my phone. No, so, it can't be because when you when by the time this episode drops, then you'll have a new picture up. So it's not well, like they can coincide. Well, yeah, it, it's just a weird kind of somewhat of a coincidence. So, you know what I said in the last episode that I would have shout outs. I did not write those down, so I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna write down for the next episode for part two. I promise. Okay, all right, that's fair. And uh, also, you know, I could talk about the other streaming services oh, we're right. on. Yeah, okay, uh, hit it. Uh, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart. Right, and all I usual mean, iTunes. iTunes. I think most people get us on iTunes. I guess you can listen nice. to on Podbean if you want. Uh, oh, but cool, I think most yeah, people look- do uh, iTunes. Yeah, and, it's, and also, you know, thanks for listening. Also, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> I, right, I hear that right. so many times. It's, uh, we actually don't even say it that much. Yeah, I don't say it as like a joke now. It's like, I'll probably won't say it on, on part two. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. You only need to say it once per, you know. Once per part. part. <laughs> yeah, once per part. Well, I just I have a potential way to end this, which is okay, go um, ahead. <laughs> uh, sure. Well, you know, we talked about you know, Kiss has a Kiss army, and you know, yeah. the fan clubs for certain people they have a name. Right, knights in state and service. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> exactly. Um, or you know, it, for you know, not the best example, but you know how. Um, uh, like the Bay Hive or um, oh right. <laughs> you uh, only get stung by that Bay Hive. I I've never been stung by the Bay Hive. Um, you, you don't want I guess to. you don't you can never criticize Beyonce Knowles. So <laughs> I don't know why, but okay. So <laughs> anyway, her fans are called the Bay Hive. Um, yes. Kiss has a Kiss army. Yeah. Uh, there's other examples. Lady Gaga has. Oh, like little wanted. monsters or something? Yeah, yeah. something like that. And I'm, probably, and I'm sure there's better examples I could think of. But, you know, in the modern era, everyone had their, – their fans have a name. Right. So I thought, well, why can't we do the same? Okay. So um, so if you're a fan of comeuppance reviews, either the website, the podcast, or anything else we do, mm-hmm. why couldn't you be a comeuppance warrior? I could see that, yeah. and. That can work. I, I think there are a lot of comeuppance warriors, you know, people who listen and read the site, which is thanks for doing that, by the way. Over Yeah, thank you for that. So so in, in honor and tribute to you, yes, uh, the, the listener fans, and reader. The, the listener slash the reader. Yeah. If you're a fan of anything comeuppance reviews, you are officially, and I'm dubbing you this right now, if you're a fan, you are a comeuppance warrior. So <laughs> nice. I just wonder so I just thought I would end with that and, and to say Thank you to all the comeuppance warriors. Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, and um, rock on. <laughs> <laughs> rock, rock the night like the last episode. <laughs> so, so thanks to all the comeuppance warriors, and we will talk to you on part two. Yep, we will be back.
will eat everywhere in this prison. End of the line. 